Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. On June 13, 1967, Lyndon B. Johnson nominates Thurgood Marshall as a Justice of the United States Supreme Court. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The president was sure of the step he was taking. On this date in 1967, President Lyndon Johnson announced that he was appointing the Solicitor General of the United States, Thurgood Marshall, to a seat on the Supreme Court. It was, Johnson remarked, the right thing to do, the right time to do it, the right man, and the right place. Born in Baltimore in 1908, Marshall was a great-grandson of an enslaved person. Educated at Lincoln University and at Howard University Law School, Marshall rose to prominence in the long struggle against segregation in 20th century America. He founded the NAACP's Legal Defense Fund in 1940, argued Brown versus Board of Education, and was named to the federal appellate bench by President Kennedy in 1961. During the oral arguments for Brown, Marshall was asked what he meant by equal. Equality, the future justice replied, means getting the same thing at the same time and in the same place. He understood that the power of the courts, especially of the Supreme Court, depended on devotion to the Constitution rather than to any political creed. In 1981, Justice Marshall said this, We must never forget that the only real source of power that we as judges can tap is the respect of the people. We will command that respect only as long as we strive for neutrality. If we are perceived as campaigning for particular policies, as joining with other branches of government in resolving questions not committed to us by the Constitution, we may gain some public acclaim in the short run, In the long run, however, we will cease to be perceived as neutral arbiters, and we will lose that public respect so vital to our function. Marshall had a notable sense of humor, as well as a sense of purpose. I have a lifetime appointment, and I intend to serve it, he remarked. I expect to die at 110, shot by a jealous husband. He took the long view. In 1987, on the occasion of the bicentennial of the Constitution, Justice Marshall challenged Americans to move beyond rote patriotism. He said this, The focus of this celebration invites a complacent belief that the vision of those who debated and compromised in Philadelphia yielded the more perfect union it is said we now enjoy. I cannot accept this invitation, for I do not believe that the meaning of the Constitution was forever fixed at the Philadelphia Convention nor do I find the wisdom, foresight, and sense of justice exhibited by the framers particularly profound. To the contrary, the government they devised was defective from the start, requiring several amendments, a civil war, 
and momentous social transformation to attain the system of constitutional government and its respect for the individual freedoms and human rights we hold as fundamental today. When contemporary Americans cite the Constitution, they invoke a concept that is vastly different from what the framers barely began to construct two centuries ago. He continued, The men who gathered in Philadelphia in 1787 could not have imagined, nor would they have accepted, that the document they were drafting would one day be construed by a Supreme Court to which had been appointed a woman and the descendant of an African slave. We, the people, no longer enslave. But the credit does not belong to the framers. It belongs to those who refuse to acquiesce in outdated notions of, quote, liberty, quote, justice, and, quote, equality, and who strived to better them. Thurgood Marshall was one such man. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistance and operations by Andy Jaskowitz, Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. Be kind to your mind with guided meditations from the Meditation for Women podcast. Your mental health benefits from sleeping better, releasing anxiety, and gaining clarity, all of which are benefits of meditation. And since this is Mental Health Awareness Month, give yourself the gift of meditations. All you have to do is press play and close your eyes. Listen to Meditation for Women on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.